Rachel, so you really want to do this? Yeah, I want to do this. We're going to do this. Andrea, yes, we're going to do this. Where do we even start? Mm, I don't know. Uh, how about, I'm Rachel. I'm Andrea. And this is the podcast where we vent about our bizarre neighbors. This is the show where everyone has a nickname. Do you think they gave us a nickname? Of course they did. We're those bitches in 209. <laughs> she killed both her cats on the same day. Well, there was blood on her ceiling, so that was a little weird. It was blood or coffee. It's questionable. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, You're right. I was there, dude. Like, at 2.45 in the morning. All you hear are the voices and literally... In your head? Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear a, hi, Andrea. Mm. And I was like, uh, who's this? And I turn around, and it's Floppy Hat. Oh, did she ever toy dog with her? Let me get to the story. Oh, sorry. So she comes down the stairs, and she has no dog in her hand. Oh. And I said, so, you're not taking the dog out for a walk today? And she said, no, I already took the reactive dog out for a walk today. Wait, she said reactive? Yes. And you know how she holds the dog in her hand? Like, she cradles it? Yeah, constantly. So, when she said, I already took the reactive dog out for a walk today, she was pretending like she was carrying it like a football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is weird. It is weird. Why do you call your dog reactive dog? Uh, Well, excuse me. The dog is eight ounces, and you are the one that makes it reactive by freaking the F out every time that dog sniffs, barks, does any movements at all around another person. So Floppy Hat is really the reactive person, not yes, the dog. Yes, absolutely. Why? I don't trust her. I don't trust her either. And I have very little interaction with her. I have very lot interaction with her. And every time something passive aggressive comes out of her mouth, and it's 99% about our dogs. But do you think she's fishing for compliments? About her dog? Oh, possibly. Okay, well then, maybe I did that. Okay, that's fine. So, so here's my thing. I fell into the trap. Because I'm always like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready for floppy hat. She's going to say this, it's going to be passive aggressive, and I'm going to have a really cool comeback. Yeah. And then it happens, and... I walk out of the building. I'm like, oh, that was not a cool comeback. Oh, shit. And then you spend like a half an hour on your walk yes. thinking this is what I should have said. This Why is what I should have said. Why didn't I say that? Yeah. I don't oh. know if she's looking. You for know, her. she's doing something. You just don't know what it is. Yeah. Because you can feel it in your gut. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it either has to do with the dogs or you or me working or Einstein something. Something. Yes. And she's still holding, making that physical, like, holding a football type thing in her hand as if she's carrying this dog. Yeah. Okay. And she says, yeah, you don't, I just don't understand this dog. It's like every time she sees another dog, she just doesn't finish her sentence, but she, like, clinches, kind of like if she's clinching on this football and she's going to lose the football. Okay. And so this entire time she's explaining this to you, she doesn't have the dog with her, but she is invisibly holding a fake dog, acting like it's her dog. Yeah. And okay. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly I do. how she holds yeah, the dog. I do. I do. Right. I'm so, what's the point of having a dog if you're never going to walk it? I know. All you do is carry the damn thing. Exactly. Get a stuffed animal. And now it goes dead quiet again. Oh, God. And so I said to her, 
you know, I don't think you give your dog enough credit. I think your dog is friendlier than what you allow her to be. I think your dog's friendly and you're a real bitch. Well, you're the one reacting. Yeah. And when I said that, she looked at me and she didn't know what really to say because that's not a, oh, your dog's nice. Yes. And oh. she's not used to straightforward conversation. Yeah. I'm so. like, you don't give your dog enough credit. Yeah. Your dog would be a lot nicer if you just let her be. And get the stick out of your ass. Yeah. You're, yeah, the one that's uptight. Yeah. So she looks at me and, well, thank you for telling me that. Are you guys coming or going? And I go, oh, we're going. That's the thing. I walked away and I was like, that's pretty good. Like, I kind of told her, you don't give your dog enough credit. Yeah, Andrea, you really told her what was up. Well, (laughs) you really gave it to her. The thing is, I was looking for her. I was like, she's not going to give a passive aggressive comment today. I'm going to let her know. And then I walked away and I was like, that was the stupidest thing. Why am I proud of myself? You've come a really long way. It took you and I years to figure out that Floppy Hat was passive aggressive. We thought she was our friend. And you know, she's she's the older lady in the building and she kind of has a mom vibe. And mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it's not like she was our surrogate mom, but in the building with as many crazy things that happen, she's mm-hmm. lived here for 20 years. She seemed like the only normal one we could reach out to and get advice from when crazy things happened. Well, and so it took us a really long time to figure out she's well, really a bitch. I think that crazy things started happening in the building and we weren't sure how to process it. Like, is it us? Are we overreacting? Yeah. Is this really happening? Yeah. Are we taking too much on and yeah, yeah, we're yeah. reading into this? Totally. And she was kind of the one who that we started talking to. And she was she was calm and, and you're right, settled. She kind of guided us. Yes. And, you know, this has happened before. And this is this person's history and this is that person's history. And, but and she also told us the history of the person that she wanted us to know. Yeah, she told us Flappy Hat's version of the history. And we thought that it was the truth, because why would this woman lie to us and tell us made up things about these people's history? Well, and then remember when that stuff went down and allegedly that guy attacked the two girls on the street. Yeah, stabbed them or robbed them or something. Yeah, and then tried to break into our garage. Yeah, supposedly. We don't know that for sure. And then Einstein went out on the balcony or I guess the the fire fire escape. escape. I like to call it a balcony. Me too. It sounds fancier. It does. It sounds very fancy. The steel balcony. Yes. And we live on the second floor. Terrace. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Absolutely. We're like in Cow Hollow. Yeah. And he yelled at the person, hey, Stop fucking around with that garage. Right. Whatever it is. And we wanted to know the information. Well, okay, but what you're missing is when he was running up and down the fire escape, he had a uh, infrared light with him. He was flashing it at the building across the street. He was yelling epithets. Epithets? (laughs) Is that the word? I don't know. I I got that from the last episode. (laughs) I'm going to start working it into my vocabulary. He was yelling swear words up and down and looking into all of our windows, which was the creepiest part of it, because I don't want some crazy hair Einstein old ass fucker looking through my living room window at me and shining infrared lights everywhere and swearing MF or MF or get away from the garage. I mean, it was terrifying for all of us. Oh, no, I've felt safe <laughs> because, why because he's neighborhood watch or no, what i'm like 
this is the building manager. He is protecting me. Oh, you shut your <laughs> face. You did not think that at all. No, we were terrified. Of course. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Oh, does he think he's Batman? I mean, what's happening? I don't know. But I would like to think I thought I'm safe. Well, so that was a situation where we turned to Floppy Hat because we were like, we've never been through this situation before with Einstein. And can you please explain to us what's going on? Not just that. Remember that Mr. Mr. Yeah. Works across the street. Yes. And Mr. Mr. Got a notice from work, a memo stating what had just happened. Oh. And Floppy Hat told us that. She told us that Mr. Mister got that memo. Got this memo yes, at yes, work yes. And, he and it was legit. What it said. That yeah. There were criminals in the neighborhood. And yes. that particular night, somebody had been held up yes. at a knife that, point and yes. was robbed. Yes. So, of course, we want to know the information. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we yeah. And so we invited her over to our apartment. Well, okay. We invited her over because I ran into her earlier that day walking the stupid dog. She actually let the dog's feet hit the ground and walk, which was miraculous in itself. But we got to talking about what had happened the night before. And she not only made it seem like it was not that big of a deal, but like I was overreacting. And she said, but Mr. Mr. did get a notice saying, you know, this criminal activity happened in the neighborhood. I'm going to find out more from him and I'm going to get back to you and tell you everything that happened so that you feel better about the the Einstein situation. The employee should be prepared or need to know the information. But she definitely led us to believe there was more than what we observed and that she was going to find out all the information from Mr. Mister about why Einstein was running up and down the fire escape. And it wasn't that big of a deal, but that she would be um, over or she would text or email or whatever and give us a ton of information. Okay. So here's my question. One, did we, I remember she came over and we gave her glass of wine yeah several a couple yeah do you think we invited her over because one we wanted to know the gossip of course or two we were really scared and wanted to know what was going on both because you have to remember at this time we had not experienced as much with einstein as we have now now we know what Einstein is all about. But at that time, we, I mean, you've lived here longer than I have, but at that time when I had moved in, I, I had only had a couple of years experience with him and he had never done anything like that while I lived here. So we were kind, like you said earlier, we were looking to her for guidance and she definitely led us to believe she was looking out for us and she was going to not protect us because she's lame. I mean, she can't protect anybody, (laughs) not even herself. But I mean, you know, she she led us to believe that she was going to, you know, really give us all this information that would settle our minds. Yeah, but she also delivered it as, I'll give you the scoop. You want to know the gossip. Both. I know the scoop. Yep. And I'll give it to you. Yep. And then one, she made up the scoop. Yep. And then second, she really didn't know anything. So she came over here and she spun it to see See, what she could get from us. Because God forbid 
We call a family member, we call the police, we call somebody who might be able to actually help Einstein um, through. I don't think we were at that point yet. We were at the point where we were we were a little unsettled about what had happened and we weren't quite sure how to handle it. But those were options we were exploring at the time because we had never seen anybody act like that before. There were a couple big events that had happened leading up to this. Before so, I got here. Well, even after you got here, we'll save that for another show. All right. But for for this particular episode, we will say that was unusual activity. You don't typically see an old man running up and down your fire escape with a lightsaber or whatever he had in his hand and, you know, think that that's normal. Well, I had already seen that. So that was normal for him. Okay. Well, great. It wasn't normal for me. I'm going to say that. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Based on today's interaction that I had with Flappy Hat and you, Mm -hmm. this poor dog, (laughs) what is the gender or is it non-gender specific? Because we say she, he, pronouns she, her, him, he, whatever they are. No one knows what the gender is of this dog. They don't even know what the gender is. I was just going to say, they don't, they flip flop back and forth too. Yeah. No, I, it's like you look at an animal and you know whether they have balls or whether they don't. I mean, how do you not know? No, you're right. They could be cut off. They got, okay, I'm sorry. They have a wee wee or they have a (laughs) vajayjay. They got one or the other. If they call a female dog's body part a vajayjay. I'm just saying, you either have a vag or you have a wee. You have one or the other. And you might be born with both and there's nothing wrong with that. But these two people, Floppy Hat and Dumper, own this dog and they have no idea what gender it is. And they called it a non-gender specific name, which is fine with me. I don't care what they call the dog's name. But when you're referencing your dog, please know, is it a he or a she? Because then I'm uncomfortable and I don't know how to reference your dog. I don't so I just call your dog the dog or, or the, the toy st- dog or the stupid or dog. the stupid ass dog or floppy hats dog or dumpers dog or right. I don't know. It was what just call. a question. I was just wondering. Uh, well, I, you know, when you ask me a question, I'm, I'm going to give you my opinion. I, I mean, you know, I, I have an opinion that about everything. Was a good question. <laughs> so your answer is, I don't know. Well, I'm just gonna, in so many words. Yes, I'm yeah. going to call it whatever I want. That's yeah. my answer. Okay. I, it takes a long time to get there, but you get the gist. Okay, I'll just call it the stupid dog or <laughs> floppy well, hat or dumpers okay. dog. They never let that poor dog walk on the ground. All they do is carry the dog. In a backpack. Or in their arms. Oh my God. Did I tell you when I ran into them like a week ago in the lobby? No. I was walking poopers, you know, yeah. coming back in from a walk. I swing the lobby door open. Dumper has the dog in a backpack, but he's facing me dead on. So I can't see that he's wearing a backpack yeah. with the dog in it. That makes so sense. I swing the door open and I'm holding the door open for him to walk out so that I can walk in with poopers. Well, what I also don't see is Floppy Hat is standing right behind him. Of course. So he's blocking all of this, and I don't know what's going on. And he kind of gives me this little smirk, and I'm thinking, Dumper never smirks at me. Like, does he he have some sort of inside joke that I'm not aware of? Yeah. And all of a sudden, their dog sees poopers and just freaks the F out. Just, 
So the dog is reactive. And you know Floppy has like, oh, oh my God. She's trying to hold her stupid. Yeah, yeah. Dump her, hide the dog, hide the dog. And she's holding her stupid floppy hat on with one hand and trying to grab Dumper and the dog with the other hand and trying to. What's Pooper's doing? Oh my God. Pooper's is staring at all three of them (laughs) like they are maniacs. He's like, what the fuck is going on around here? I just want to go home and get some water. Like, what is wrong with you people? And and that's why he was smirking because he knew floppy hat was going to freak out if she saw these two dogs look at one another because she thinks her dog is going to like kill every dog he sees and the dog does nothing wrong he doesn't make a peep well if you let the dog on the ground and let the dog sniff another dog you're absolutely right so and dumper is just a dumper and half the time he's paying attention and he's not so no i i'll tell you what i I think that he knows more than he pretends he does, much like Floppy Hat, but in a very different way. Because if you had to live your life day in and day out with Floppy Hat, you would be as depressed as he is. Poor guy. But not poor guy. He chooses it. He chooses it. He chooses this lifestyle. Got it. But poor guy. I know. The dog never had a chance. Dumper never had a chance. No, Dumper did have a chance. Well, It's been like... 30 years they've been together. No. Do you remember the one chance Dumper had? To escape? Yes. Yes. To break out of Floppy Hat jail. Well, he did for about six months. He did. After he he had been with Floppy Hat for what, 20 years and never married her? They have a kid. Yeah. Who's like 25 years old. He never married Floppy Hat. Here's my thing. They've lived in the same building. While they raised a child and we have... One bedrooms, possibly two bedrooms, but the two bedrooms are not enough to raise a child. No. So, so he was able to get out once. Yes. And he came back. Well, yeah. So okay, you'll have to tell me another time. All right. That we'll save it for another episode. Back. All right. Because it's a good story. It's a really good story. Poor Dumper. Uh, no, he chose to come back. All right. Or leave. We don't know. I, well, I feel like he had Stockholm Syndrome. Like, maybe he was escaping a cult, and then, like, he woke up and was like, oh, God. So the cult leader is floppy hat? Well, yeah. It's one of the requirements everyone wears a floppy hat, or just just does? Only the leader of the cult wears the floppy hat, Andrea. What's the name of the cult? The floppy hat cult. <laughs> All right. Well, this is enough for you today. We're going to wrap this up. I'm Rachel. I'm Andrea. And we are those bitches in 209. And if you like what you heard, please tell a friend to listen to our show. And if you have any questions for us, please email us at questions for 209 at gmail.com. I'm exhausted. God, from the podcast? No. Is the dog a boy or a girl? (laughs) 